1: Everybody, welcome to the Dynasty Warzone Podcast, the People's Dynasty Podcast. Today we are going to go over week six, stock up, stock down across the NFL games that we got played. And uh, I am Kevin Smick filling in for Memphis Young, who is on vacation, and I am joined by, as you know him, as the man with the power,
2: and the man with the power. <laughs> Jerry Sinclair, how we doing there, buddy? That was an uncanny telling. Of Mr. Randall Young. I actually thought I was here. If you would have just had some off-the-wall Southern grandfather phrase, then it would have been perfect. Uh, I am fantastic, sir. How are you? How are your teams doing? Mine all shit the bed this week. It was a rough week. I uh, It's a rough week, man. Like so, It was literally the lowest-scoring
1: week since, I believe, 2007. And just, I mean... We got a probably a lot of stock downs today. I'm just probably assuming here, just brutal all around the league, man. And just, oh, dude, I it was frustrating. I, I mean, how are your teams doing? Mostly minor. Like I got some wins, but there were some ugly ones, and I really lost some
2: games that I just probably shouldn't have. You know, if I if you would ask me that question two weeks ago, I would have said unbelievably well for what I would have expected. And it's like sure. the last two weeks, this game has just decided to remind me of how evil. And horrible that it can be.
1: It's it's just brutal. It's a long season. We got injuries. We just got, you know, you name it. Um, my teams are just kind of so really, you know, all that depth that we talked about, you know, all these deep cuts that we've talked about all offseason, really coming in uh clutch right now. Cause dude, uh man, I'm struggling. Um yeah. so before we get started here, uh, I need to promote the Dynasty Roundtable, uh, which is on the player profiler network. It is ran by Seth Dywald and Matt Babbitt, who are two phenomenal dudes. Uh, they are constantly in communications with me as a producer. Uh, they are on me when I, uh, may or may not be a little too busy in my real life to do my job. Uh, so they keep me on it. They are also their own show. It's a great show. They have phenomenal guests. If You like dynasty content. you obviously, if you're watching this show, you're in the dynasty. Um, so they have phenomenal content. Always have great guests. They just had Cody Carpentier on, uh, their last show. Uh, so check that out. Be looking for that. Um, and, uh, you know, pretty much after that, we are going to go right into our first sponsor.
0: This episode brought to you by Mojo. Mojo is that player stock market. We love Mojo because we like making lifetime bets on players. You run out the clock on these guys. Mojo just rolled out a brand new fantasy platform. That's right. So now you can build a portfolio of player props. Oh, Jamar Chase over 77.5. Oh, Kadarius Tony under 15.5, whatever the under is on Canary's Tony, it doesn't matter. You can just stack up the props in your portfolio. And the beauty is once the Sunday games kick off, it's not over. It's not over until it's over with Mojo, because once those games kick off, you can then move in and out of positions. Let's say that you're well ahead of expectations. You can cash out. Let's say you're behind expectations. You're underwater. Well, you can double down. That's what makes Mojo so special, why they're different. Check it out. Go to the App Store, get the Mojo app, and use the promo code UNDERWORLD. The promo code UNDERWORLD gets you a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. So the promo code is UNDERWORLD, and they will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Go to Mojo, start building your portfolio, and then during the games, you can be a fantasy day trader.
1: God love the pod father, as we always talk about. Just an absolutely incredible. Like he probably was an actor at some point. Just probably one take. I've heard he does those in one take. Takes. It's just incredible work uh, by him. Uh, so we don't have a good people bad tweets today. Memphis plays the Dana White drop. So. I would like to bring up something though uh, that kind of just to you know we got Jerry here, so I want some some advice from Jerry here. So I commissioned. So you want to get worse? Got it. Yes, so absolutely. That's exactly it. what I'm saying here. So I run a league. It is a home league. Mind you, not like the, you know the the Patreon uh, leagues that we have on the Dynasty Warzone, which are the best leagues out there possible. Uh, which sweet. is now a nice solid plug right now. Um, join the Patreon for Dynasty Warzone. Can't beat it. it is a measly five dollars. Um, And also, while I'm out here plugging things, subscribe to the YouTube uh, here on Player Profiler Network, also to our own channel in the Dynasty Warzone. Jerry, how much does that cost you to do that? Not a damn thing, buddy. It is $0. Um, So, yeah, anyway, I would like to bring you up to my league, and this is basically my good people, bad tweets. So. (laughs) I'm struggling with, so there was a trade in the league. I'm not going to mention any names, but it is a, like I said, a home league. So a lot of people, some there's a couple of guys that are not really good at dynasty or play many leagues. Some are hardcore like myself. So it's a weird mix. Um, there was a trade that went down. The team that is one in five traded Alexander Madison and a third round pick um, for a second round pick. So actually it happened to be the guy who was getting Alexander Madison. It was both of his picks. So it is going to be a full round of a movement. Um, now I'm not an Alexander Madison guy personally. I don't know about you yourself, Jerry, but this caused and like a ruckus. And you know we had a couple guys saying, you know, why are you trading, uh, you know, a starting running back for just one round of a difference to a uh, to the best team already? Why are we doing this? And this one guy in our league has just been constant every trade. You know, I actually tried, acquired Patrick Mahomes in this league, um, which we're going to talk about later on the Trade Corner. Um, what is your What is your advice here as just a commissioner? Just like there's been two guys consistently in our league that just absolutely almost dissect every single trade. Truthfully, I, I'm the commissioner. I'm in the dynasty world. All these trades that go through are fine. Um, and seriously, like... I had a couple of the guys in the league and like saying like, I'm going even like this guy's, this guy's toxic. The other guy's toxic. They're always fighting. I've never been in, I committed in five leagues. This is the only one I ever had problems with. And it's mostly people that actually, I don't know. It's kind of like my friend has six
2: people and then it's my other six friends. And it's, uh, anyway, I'll let you go from there. See, I, I was going to ask how long they have played and how close you are friends. Cause I got friends that will dissect every trade and they'll just call them all shit. Just on, right. the, on the players that they don't like and that they or not not even the the players themselves, the the humans that are playing fantasy football. We just like to talk shit to certain ones of our team members. And so we eviscerate them with every trade. But if you don't know them, I mean, that makes it tougher, right? Yeah, because like it it if you're you're killing the vibe of my league with this because that's not a bad trade. No, like like look, like, let's let's look at what this unbelievable great starting running back has done 18 carries for 44 yards, 8 carries for 26 yards. Oh, he had 17 for 95, but like right. Let's see. He scored he scored two touchdowns this year. What are we talking about? I mean, about? They're, they're exactly I mean like, the, the, yeah. it, like did he did he sell a little light? Maybe. I mean, depending on the person, but they're a contender. They should try and buy a, a running back like that for draft capital. And the person that is one in 5 should try and trade a running back that has an extremely volatile future ahead of them if they even have a future ahead of them right for draft picks like i i i don't see an issue with it you know i'm in i'm in a lot of leagues i've done them for almost a decade so if you accumulate all of those seasons i got damn near a century of it and i have seen 500 trades that are worse than that trade sure. and it, it let let people play how they want to play like th- this person is trading draft capital for Alexander Madison, who may be worth a wet sock in about six months. It, it, and then you're better off because they don't have the draft capital and they have Alexander Madison sitting on their bench who doesn't have a job. It's like the person that has Leonard Fournette in your league right now because somebody does. He's just sitting on your bench. And if you had done that exact trade last year, that person probably would have complained about it then. Let people play. It's it, it, He's making a short-term move so that he can try and get himself over the top that's literally what we do in this game we have a bad vikings team that just lost justin jefferson
1: that barely beat the bears that just acquired cam Akers. so who knows if they ramp him up later alexander madison isn't even really that talented analytically uh he's always been a pretty poor performer when it comes to yards per carry um to be honest with you and that's what one of the guys in the league was texting me like like, just let people do moves. Like, how, how are you supposed to get better? Like, what is that one-in-five guy? Why? What does Alexander Madison do for him? He yeah. has a short-term window. Okay, maybe he has a great next few weeks or in the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to move on from him after the season. Um, that's up for grabs. But still, he's
2: not like a younger guy. And just,
1: I could go on for a while, but it's been a problem all year. And I just was, I just kind of want. that was my version of good people, bad tweets this week.
2: You know, I am, I'm in a league with a bunch of guys that I have no idea who they are. And like nine, like nine or 10 of them have always been absolutely awesome. I actually love that league. Never met any of those guys. Yeah, sure. And like, it's one of the few leagues that I like really, truly love. And there's always like one guy that's just an annoying little shit. And luckily we've sort of a trade like that'll happen and he'll throw the biggest hissy fit like this. It was this rookie season. Somebody took the whole 24 hours to make their pick. Whatever. I mean, they were shopping it. It's not like they were just not paying attention. They were literally actively saying they were going to take time because they wanted to trade and they were rebuilding, yada, yada, yada. This guy threw a fucking hissy fit. And and then everybody started to be like, well, now I'm going to do it. Just to, yeah. just, to, like, just to irk the guy. Like, we weren't actually gonna. And he just, I quit. And we were like, good, perfect. And we got this new guy in and he's great. And the league's better for it. So, I mean, sometimes that just happens. And I am guessing you will go... And you will meet that end also at some point with this guy.
1: It's getting close. And and he ev- this one is every trade he is analyzing like it's the worst <laughs> trade in the world. I'm like, dude, we're like the the main. So the guy that's in first place literally reached out. Hey, I need some running back help. So what does the one in five do as an active owner? He just sends out a trade offer. What just happens? It gets accepted. Boom. You moved up to the second round. I mean, is it going to be the back end second round? Sure. But you moved up a whole draft, a whole round of capital in a really good 2024 draft class. To me, it's a no-brainer. We'll call it quits there. Let's move on from here. Uh, let's get into stock up or stock down. You ready, Jerry? Yeah, buddy. Let's do it. So we're going to go game by game just like every week. Uh, this week by week, teams were the Packers and the Steelers. Uh, they will fire it back up this week. Uh, so let's get started on Thursday night. We had the Broncos and the Chiefs. The uh, Chiefs beat the Broncos for the 117th time in a row. Jerry,
2: give me who is your stock up, stock down? Uh, you know, I think mine is stock down Javante Williams because I've got a lot of Javante Williams and he is doing, yeah, he's doing enough for me to be like, oh, he's getting enough work and he's getting like 60, 70 yards, which is cool. He doesn't ever score and he doesn't get me enough points to justify putting him in, but it's like, I don't want to get rid of him because if he has a two touchdown game, his value is going to increase. So I'm sort of just stuck in purgatory with him. Definitely stocked down. He was one of the guys that I wanted to acquire cheaply off the in- injury this offseason. has not worked out.
1: Yeah. So I totally agree. Um, I've, I've actually, I've been on record on this podcast saying I'm not a Javante Williams guy. Um, I actually, I got to bring it up since Memphis is not here. Uh, I brought up Jaleel McLaughlin, if that's how you say McLaughlin. Uh, I brought him up on this podcast, got laughed at by Memphis. He like was him. like, I don't care. who, I don't even know who that is. He was like, undrafted free agent doesn't matter. Well, he's very relevant. I'm calling Memphis out. We'll see if he's watched. So I'll wait for a text. <laughs> so, but Jaleel's very good. And this is my thing with rookie or uh, with when, when you get a new coaching staff here, you hire Sean Payton. He did not draft Javante Williams, no matter how much we all like Javante Williams in college or currently, and how much we think he, him uh, and Michael Carter, whatever, and you had seen were good. Uh Sean Payton didn't have anything to do with him. He just acquired, he just inherited him. So I always get scared when new coaching staffs take over. Then basically like what I probably will predict here is they're probably going to go get their own guy in the next class. Yeah. Um, Mc- Jaleel is basically, you know, his project, Pay- you know, you always get to look smart when you get the, uh, Hey, here's this rookie guy to get thrown out there uh, undrafted you I'm know, making him look good. And he is good. He looks lightning. So out there, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm not really excited about my Javante Williams shares. I did just sell uh-huh. him for a 25 first two weeks oh, ago. Right. In a, I was in a Patreon league, actually, uh, and Josh Downs, actually. So that was very thrilled with that trade. Um, mine is Rishi Rice, stock up. Okay. Um, this I wrote this down before. Uh, well, actually, we can get into some news here while we're at the, with the Chiefs. They just acquired, reacquired, I guess you could say, is Miko uh, Hardman today uh, for like a late draft round swap. Um, yeah, I don't think it's too relevant. They have, I, I pretty much Marquez Valdez Scantling and, uh, has just not been good as just at all him. And actually, um, Sky Moore has, they both have been pretty horrendous per route run. Uh, I'm pretty sure yards per route run has been horrendous. Um, so which why I have Rasheed Rice stock up, you know, he's four for 72 with four targets, not super exciting, but he's, he's slowly gotten better each week. Um, I think he's getting a rapport there. I will say I think he has the highest drop rate maybe in the NFL, but I think if he can kind of clean that up, he is a rookie. You are on, you know, the team with the best quarterback in the NFL. Uh
2: I like Rasheed Rice. Uh moving on here. Ravens at Titans. Jerry, what we got here? You know what? I'm 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 doing your guy. So you go ahead and you just say who you got, because mine would be the same. Yeah, so I got stock down Mark Andrews. And this is my guy. I
1: have Mark Andrews in my main dynasty league, my 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 prized possession, Diancy nice. like he is my tight end. I have him in Lamar stack. It's great. But it hasn't been that great. Um, I have him all over in redraft, and I am worried about him. Uh, basically, what I am personally am seeing with my own eyes, with Zay Flowers there, basically, all these easy emergency dump passes are now turning into just Zay Flowers short routes. They're calling short plays and gadget plays for him, and honestly, that's it's, I think it's hurting Mark. I'm a little worried about it. He's almost becoming a touchdown dependent guy. He's still giving you, you know, tight end position as you guys talk about every week is horrendous. We all know that. So, I mean, just Mark, man, it's just, it's, I like, got a little worried. I just think where, why he's stocked down. He's not where he probably should be. And basically where we predict, like basically they were saying, this is the year, you know, they, the community saying, no, this is the year he takes over for Kelsey. Well, I don't
2: think it's happening. I'll nope. let you go on from that. Yeah, no, I mean, he's, he's still probably where he was tight end. Three-ish, four ish, yeah. five ish in there. Right. It just it isn't fun. Cause because if you're playing him and you see the points week in and week out, it's a low number that pisses you off and you blame it for your losses, which does not make anybody feel good. I'm I'm with you. The only other thing that I would mention from this game is DeAndre Hopkins is cooked, which we already sort of knew, but just it, it needs to be reiterated.
1: It's bad. It is really bad. Um, I would just like to mention here, just for you know, people who might be contending. Nelson Aguilar is the wide receiver too there. I don't know if that's a good thing, bad thing, but he, he is playing. Probably more. not a good it's thing. It's probably not, but just throwing it out there for anybody, you know, just pay attention to that. Um, while we were talking about the Titans, uh, I was going to have stocked up Will Levis, but they have a bye week. Um, I saw an unconfirmed source, so, a, not a, so not a real source. A Twitter person said that Will Levis is starting after the bye. It, Ryan Tannehill re-injured the same ankle he had surgery on, so I don't know how bad it's going to go. Um, but yeah, maybe Will Levis' time. It's definitely not Malik is, time. Is, No, it should not be because he no. looked putrid. Yes, he did. Uh, anyway, <laughs> moving on from that game. That was a pretty rough game in London. Uh, so we have Panthers at Dolphins. Uh, Jerry, go ahead and
2: leave us off here. Uh, Adam Thielen, Ooh. I it, he's wow. just he's been an animal. Like I, I he's thirty three, which I make it sound old, even though he's that's younger than me, but. Dude's been an animal. There's nothing. He is absolutely the cheapest elite wide receiver that you could buy currently. And in the offseason, he's gotten more expensive as as he scores more points. Randy in the offseason was saying trade a third, trade a fourth, get Adam Thielen. And I sort of thought he was crazy because I thought he was going to be cooked for sure. Yep. Dude's an animal. I don't I I don't know what else to say. He has been absolutely insane. If you can trade a second for him and you're a contender, I think that's worth it. Do, he, do you know what wide receiver number he is right now? Probably like six or seven. Three. He is a yeah, wide receiver high. three. I mean, there's I mean, some bye week. got like there. four. Yeah, still. it. I, I don't even think that matters because he, he's had like 400-yard games. Like in four of the last five, I think he scored. I he know has because had, I feel like I go against him every single damn week. It's even more impressive. He had three points week one and two targets. So
1: basically he is doing all that with that in there. So just bake mm-hmm. that in there. He's had nine targets, 14, eight, 13, and 13. We've yes. had three 11 reception games, four touchdowns in his last five. Adam Thielen, my God, uh, I almost traded him just because in the off season in a contending I, league. And I'm oh, my God, w- I'm glad I did not I was gonna say I wouldn't have minded if you did. And well, I would have been wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Shout out to Randy. We'll give him credit on that one wise here. We'll give you some credit there, bud. Um, Chuba Hubbard stock up for me. Uh, Jerry, I'm sorry. You're not going to like this. Uh, Miles Sanders is not good. (laughs) Um, As an Eagles fan, I I, I saw that last year. He was kind of a product of the system. I think the Eagles can kind of throw anybody out there uh, and look really good. I mean, we're kind of seeing who DeAndre Swift, who we kind of thought he would be. Um, So Chuba Hubbard, man, uh, I think he's a legit back. He always kind of, you know, I thought had the juice potentially. Uh, so, yeah, each 19 carries, 88 yards, touchdown. Uh, not really many targets, but, you know, he's in there a little bit. So, I, I just keep an eye on that. I think he's at least earned himself some more work. Um, and, yeah, we'll, we'll see from that. Uh, going to the next game, we have Saints at Texans. Uh, I have stocked down on Damian Pierce. Yeah. Um, I can't say I was ever on Damian Pierce, but, you know, he was going, like, you know, fifth roundish, round the sixty, round 60th overall, maybe some even higher, like, fourth round in rookie draft. Um he's just not good. I, I just think. And what scares me in the future, just for a dynasty value, he's a was he a th- is he a third day pick or is it or yeah, it's three day pick. He's, Yeah. He was fourth rounder, right? Yeah. So doesn't have draft capital to back that up. You know, uh, you know, Podfather's always talking about that. Day three picks, man, just they'd move on like crazy. So there's no draft capital backing that up. Uh we have thirteen carries for thirty four yards, zero targets, um, okay. and two point nine yards per carries uh per carry on the year. Just not what you like to see. And this is even the game that they won.
2: Uh so like Yeah, I mean Devin know, Singletary wasn't great and he made him look exponentially worse.
1: They split carries 50 um for the most part. Uh you know longest run was eight yards. it's just it's just not looking good. If you're not getting any passing work, uh you know that's just kind of the killer. So anyway, yours. Uh
2: stock up's gonna be Nico Collins. Yeah he's a guy I have sold her a roller coastered on. As a Michigan Wolverine, I hated him for the longest time. Uh, sure. Super nice guy, though. He used to come into my work all the time. Doesn't like tomatoes. That's, that's a, cool. That's a, that, that's a dynasty inside information. Does not Only on this podcast all. you're going to get this information. <laughs> um, and then, so I was in on him a little bit. Then once he, I thought he was going to be the guy in Houston, then he never did anything. And so it's like every time I've ever said something. About him, he's done the opposite. So now that I say stock up, he is almost certainly for the next <laughs> month to do absolutely nothing. Um two hundred yard games, two eighty yard games, getting a lot of the targets. I mean, it's going to be a roller coaster, but he's. I mean, he's the guy. I was thinking it was going to be John Mechie, and John Mechie does not exist in that offense. It has been Nico, CJ Stroud has been good. Yeah, you, you got the bye week. Maybe there's a, a shot you can go for him. Still pretty cheap. I, th- I think he's a, he's going to be a nice guy to throw in for your bye week fill-ins. He has been good every other week. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know if the bye
1: week this week then kind of counts as his week off. He's had, Hopefully. S- uh, so like huge. G- so we had 27, five, 35, six, 15 points. So maybe the bye week canceled that maybe he goes off against Carolina. Good chance there. Uh, yeah. Nico Collins. Smash man, he's he's been at least. I think you're confident when you start him, which is yeah. at least so. And you know you're at least probably going to get something. I probably gets even better as the year goes along. I would think. um Last game here before we give a little break here is Commanders at Falcons.
2: uh Jerry, go ahead. Who is yours? uh Mine, mine's going to be the same guy that you have. It's Jahan Dotson. He's yeah. But what there there are no words to be spoken for what is happening there. I mean, granted, I know the quarterback situation isn't great. Even though saint Hall's been fine. Uh, John Dotson is just, he he has not existed. Oh, it's,
1: it's really crazy. Honestly, you know, he was due for a severe, you know, uh, touchdown regression, essentially. Yes. He was just kind of not really sustainable numbers last year with seven touchdowns on 35 receptions. Like that's just crazy. Um, but to,
2: to quote Kevin Smicks, Doc, zero, 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 parentheses, one target. That, that, that is it right there. I mean, I mean that, that is, that is regression. Exponential regression. That's not. That's not the word. I don't. I don't know what it is.
1: You know, I was was scanning the box score, just like I was just kind of like looking here. You know, I I was paying attention to this game pretty closely. Actually, had a few guys going in this game. Obviously, Bijan's playing. You're always watching that, and I was going to put, you know, Brian Robinson trending down. I was even a little worried about Bijan, and then I'm just scanning here. Like you had to go all the way to the bottom receiving for the zero to zero to zero one target. I mean, I almost skipped over him when I was doing my homework. <laughs> I mean, it's rough. It's been, in it didn't came and say a roller coaster. Um, I would actually like to bring up Bijan while we're here though. Yeah. Um, what, what are your thoughts on Bijan so far? You know, this offense is not exciting Desmond Ritter. I think is terrible. Um, <laughs> Arthur Smiths has had a interesting season. Also shout out Kyle Pitts. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong. This is
2: the first touchdown he has scored. In the NFL on American soil. Uh, I don't know that for sure. But honestly, if we want to do a little bit of a stock up, John U. Smith has actually been the more consistent guy there. Um, Absolutely. As, gro- as gross as that is. And it makes you want to taste the vomit in the back of your throat. But Bijan is, I, I think this is sort of what I expected from him. Because that offense is bad. But he's still getting tons of receptions, which is what I wanted to see. I wanted to see him be able to do that at the NFL level. And I wanted to see Arthur Smith want to do that because I'm with you in that Desmond Ritter is not it and he yeah. is not going to be it in the future. Yeah. So that offense only has <laughs> a future that is going to get better. like it, it sucks because people had him as Dynasty RB1 and he still might be that. His production is certainly not that, but the 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 trend should be fine. you're, you're gonna have to have a bad time this year. I, I would say. I mean, you're just hoping for flashes. You just want to see the talent shine through, like we have seen. I mean, he's had multiple hundred-yard games, and he's getting lots of the receptions. But sure, you you want to see that ceiling that we know exists with him, and just know that you're not going to get it the entirety of 2023 just because of this team. I mean, he's panicking.
1: been really good. He hasn't been, you know, first first-round pick and redraft. um, no. you're- I was going to say I, I was pretty sold on A-Rich as the number one pick in rookie drafts. Um, I think I still do that personally. Um, it's probably a toss-up at this point. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's been good, and it's going to get better. And, honestly, I, I'm actually kind of pinpointing them as one of the maybe Kyler targets in the offseason if they end up going, which we're, we'll, we'll get to I'll Kyler get a little I'll bit later. Wonderful. But they're, they're too good to actually be bad in the draft. So they're, they're yeah. going to have to trade for something They're in a weird spot the, that the rebuild in the NFL is really tough. Um, moving on here. Uh, we're going to stretch gears here to go to the dynasty trade corner. Everybody's favorite segment here. I'm going to play this thing just because I'm the producer and I can do it. i what whatever right now. That's my segue into dynasty trade corner. That's really have like five background musics over here. So I'm going to play it. um, <laughs> So, trade here, Jerry. This is just for you to grade. Um, Cool. Going back to that same league I was talking about earlier in the show, um, I acquired Patrick Mahomes. And I was talking about it in the Dynasty Warzone Patreon, which, uh, in the group chat, which, once again, if you're listening, please join. It is a great community. I just sent out a text midday. I'm at work trying to negotiate a trade. I'm like, am I on the right track here? So, basically, all my pals in the group chat were like, Basically, it made me feel great about this. So I traded Kyler Murray, Jaden Reed, my 24 and 25 first. I am a contender. I have the second most points in the league currently, to say where I'm at. But I am three and three in sixth place. I have a very good team. Um, I acquired Patrick Mahomes. It is an IDP league, so I got Jordan Hicks, which is not really relevant, too relevant here. Um, and I got a 24 third round pick, which, to be honest, I was thrilled to get that. Um, I'll let you go from there. Where 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 do you think I am on that?
2: Okay, you're gonna have to help me with the the Jordan Hicks pick. How many points does he get? He's roughly like, like a like normal game, is, like ten is points he a game. Starter? Yeah, he's definitely is he, a starter. Is, yes. is starter worthy? We start we
1: start a offense
2: eight IDP guys. So it's eight, okay. and eight across the board. I mean, listen, it's spicy for sure. You paid a lot, but is Kyler Murray going to return points? in the same way that Patrick Mahomes is on a contending team. Absolutely not. Right. Is Jaden Reed going to be a starter on a contending team? Absolutely not. So if you're going to win and you're going to win money and you're going to laugh at your friends, I, I don't mind it. Like it, is it a lot? Yeah, it's a lot. Right. But if Kyler Murray never comes back and he's never like that guy that's dynasty quarterback 7, then you got away easy. You got away with Uh, a ceiling like wide receiver three and Jaden Reed and probably too late first. Sure. That's your boy. I I, I mean, it depends. It depends how, how good Kyler is when he comes back, but you're talking about a dude who's five foot nine. He's little, he's had a major injury. He's getting older that the, that team's awful. He could potentially be on a different team and we don't know what that team looks like. They could be awful. I'm fine with it. I'm cool with it. Basically, you know,
1: the guys in group chat were telling me like, pretty much you should offer like, so I have Gino and Dak as well. I was trying to get mm-hmm. rid of one of those two and not Kyler. Gotcha. Um, pretty much didn't work. Uh, I also have Will Anderson for you IDPers out there. Uh, I was trying to hold on to him and did succeed on that. So that was cool. Um, but basically they were saying, I probably need someone in like the Wad or Alave t- like tier wide receiver, another one of those three quarterbacks, and then probably both my first next two first round picks. So that made me feel confident on, on actually throwing Kyler in there. Now it's hilarious that—well, not really hilarious—but the news comes out literally next day that he is back to practice. Was not expecting yeah. that. No. Um, of, but okay. I still don't. I still don't think that's. You know, I'm not too worried about that. Um, you're trading for the best player, you know, in Superflex Dynasty. So that's Correct. where I'm at on that. And um,
2: you want a hammer. You want to have your hammer at quarterback, and you right. have him and He's under contract and he's got Andy Reid and he's going to be good. Right. You're fine. You're, you're plugging him in. I mean, in my, my oldest league, my home league, I traded for Patrick Mahomes this offseason too. Traded a shitload. So, I mean, it's, it's what you got to do. And you know what I'm going to worry about? Not my quarterback spot. I'm no. good on that. That's, that's fine. I, I, I hear you too to always talk about like if you don't have quarterbacks in super flex, you'll find you're out. Not,
1: you're not a, you're a fake contender. So yeah. I felt with, hurt Kyler uh, and basically just throwing a Dak and Gino every week. I, I felt like a fake contender. I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to be legit you here. Exactly. Yeah. hundred So I'm like, I need to do something here. My team's good. My skill players are great, but you need quarterbacks, man. So like, that's why I trade up for that. Uh, that was our dynasty trade corner. We're going to do the outro here. Boom. Boom. <laughs> so moving back to our stock up, stock down, we are at the Colts and Jaguars. Um, I'll let you kick this one off here. Who uh, who do you have here, Jerry?
2: Uh, just stock down a little bit on Trevor Lawrence just because he's been struggling a little bit. But it's nothing crazy. I'm not overblowing it. It just it sucks. I wanted to see Trevor Lawrence to the moon this year, yeah. and it seems like with the way Calvin Ridley blew up Week One, I sort of thought that's what we were gonna get, and we just haven't. I it's mean, been weird. It's been weird. Like Christian Kirk has nothing, is, nothing uh, bad, and they're winning. No.
0: It's just right.
1: it's something weird. Like um. I just don't know. Calvin Ridley just absolutely blew up and everybody's like, Wow, this is the new AJ Brown this year. Like yeah. why didn't we see it? Like up and coming quarterback, you know, elite receiver. Like he was one of the top two to three receivers in football before, you know, he kind of left football for a little bit, then he got suspended and everybody was like, Oh yeah, this makes sense. And then he has just not had great games since. And it's uh I'm totally with you. Trev has been good but not like where we thought that next next step was um mine is stocked down on anthony richardson uh memphis talked about this last week and i'm just kind of even hammering it down even more um just such a disappointing thing Uh, i'm terrified of him staying healthy in the future now i think at this point uh i mean he played uh what five games missed a game and also pretty much missed like what uh, a full half in like three of the games right yeah it's just he's got to really dig down deep and, and learn how to get himself basically just not hurt, where he's sliding better. And, and some stuff is fluky. I get it, like he accidentally slammed his head back after scoring a touchdown. You know that's going to happen, but you really, it's the the thing with the running quarterbacks, and, and I'm just a little nervous for my long-term value. And like I mentioned, I was taking him 101 in rookie drafts, you now putting it all on the table, like, you know, this is my guy. If he hits, he hits. He's game-changer. Where I thought you know Stroud and and Bryce Young were very good, very good quarterbacks it's going to be around in a while, but you're not winning titles, and I play to win titles, so
2: I play very risky, and that's where I'm with that. Yeah, I th- I think you're right. I mean, it's it's scary. You're swinging for the fences. You're striking out or you're hitting a home run. But yeah, so he is he
1: out for the season. Uh, you know, basically having season any shoulder surgery. That's also not good. throwing shoulder. So hope he, hope the best for a Rich, but I'm a little worried about my shares going forward um seahawks to bengals i have stocked down on zach charbonnet everybody was very excited over him over the offseason um just hasn't shown you anything yet truthfully he is it's not a like a two-headed monster it's it's a it's a handcuff situation here um and that's that's not that's not what we want that's not what we drafted in the summer you know um he had a a, uh, walker had a season high 90.5 running back rush air um So it's even trending the wrong way. Sometimes with rookies, as you know, they just kind of get worked in as the season goes. He had two carries for five yards and just two targets. So basically you're just kind of waiting until Kenneth Walker misses a game. He hasn't been always the most consistently healthy player. So there's that going for you, but he's a handcuff. And that's not, I don't think what we, everybody thought. I mean, there's also a chance that maybe he even were to take over, but
2: I'll let you go from there. Uh, No, Kenneth Walker is a dog and he's an animal. And Zach Charbonnet is his backup, like you said. Uh, my guy's going to be Jackson Smith and Jigba, though. Yeah. He's had three games under 15 yards receiving. Gross. I it, I mean, he had his best game, four receptions, 48 yards in this last game against Cincinnati. It's just not been good. And if you drafted him at 103 to 106, you are salty about it. Uh, there's, there's nothing else to say about that. I mean, granted, even DK Metcalf hasn't been awesome. No, Um, but JSN has been nearly irrelevant. No touchdowns, no games. Oh, he had one game with five receptions and that was an overtime game for 34 yards. Yip D it's gross. So it's, I mean, it's gotta be stocked down. I mean, you're not, you're not tanking it because he's a great talent, but ew. Yeah, man, it's just disappointing. I think
1: we all as a community undersold the possibilities of like a lot of target competition there. And like, you know, Tyler Lockett, D.K. Metcalf, still phenomenal, both of them. Never miss a step. I guess we just maybe didn't count that in or didn't bake that in. We just were, like, number one receiver drafted. We all loved him in college. He's a stud. And also, he hasn't been able to stay healthy for the whole year. He's been okay lately, but um, we'll worry about that a little bit going forward. Um, Anyway,
2: moving on, Vikings at Bears. Uh, Go ahead, Jerry. I'm going to say Jordan Addison, and that's going to be a little weird. Because he didn't have Justin Jefferson. You played against the Bears, who are not it. And he scored the touchdown, which was cool. But he really didn't change anything, really. I mean, even the touchdown was mostly Kirk Cousins. I I am excited to see what he can do with Justin Jefferson out going forward. But the first example of it just did not get me. And maybe I just came into the season worried that he was never going to be able to compete with Justin Jefferson. So I was a little bit worried about him. And maybe I'm just doing confirmation bias of myself. But the summer yeah, (laughs) Yeah, but it was just, it was not really what I wanted. Like if there was ever a situation where you thought Jordan Addison was going to show you exactly why you took him at 106 or 107 or whenever you took him, it was going to be against the Bears. It was going to be when Justin Jefferson was out and he didn't really deliver. You got lucky that he got into the end zone.
1: Right, and if he doesn't, you're not thrilled with three for. I mean, he had three for 28 with the touchdown. Um, yeah, so you're you're really not happy if he doesn't get in the end zone. Like you said, he made it work, but uh, for sure that was definitely. I mean, he has a huge opportunity in front of him to kind of see if he can be an alpha. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, their whole offense struggled without JJ. Man, yeah, uh, it's going to be tough. I, I I think you know
2: TJ Hawkinson's still going to be fine. Uh, you know, KJ's so I, good. My, my I, brother, I like KJ. Better days are, yeah. He's uh, he's actually from right, right where I'm from in Michigan. Um, oh sweet. But I, I mean, Jordan Addison is gonna be fine. It just, you know, it's it's like that Bijan thing. Like I want to see flashes of the ceiling, and the opportunity is there for him to show me the ceiling, and I just didn't see it the first time. So it's just a little disappointing.
1: No, absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 maybe just not to the moon as we all were hoping. Mm-hmm. It's it's just uh. He's good, uh, and I truly think that it's going to hurt him being the main focus of the defense, too, as well. Uh, my guy, this isn't exciting. I'll keep it short. It's DJ Moore. Um, I can't say, you know, he was another guy I was kind of fading in the offseason. You know, you two or specifically Randy was all over Justin Fields and just tying him. You know, the A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts corollary was just crazy. Never made sense. But now with, you know, Fields is hurt. Uh, not sure how long he's going to be out. Uh, he is actually doubtful this week. So he's not out yet. But is, they are talking, you know, it is his what's throwing hand, right? It's his thumb. Yeah. yeah. So it is a pain tolerance. And if it was, you know, not his throwing arm, sure. But he's going to be out some, for some time, I think. So shout out Tyson Badgett, uh, DJ, uh, D2 quarterback. Uh, and if you're a savvy dynasty player like myself, you have him on your taxi squad. Uh, not sure if that even matters or not. But we will see. so anyway dj moore just it's not going to happen with tyson badgett and this whole offensive without fields and it's just a really sad story and they're really on they currently are sitting one and two in the draft so it's going to be up so if you're looking to win right now maybe you try to move dj moore uh if you're looking for next year you never know there might be a really solid quarterback in here next year we will see um moving on to patriots at raiders uh i have stock up michael mayer uh another tight end in this historical class everybody was excited out Notre Dame. Uh five for seventy five uh with six targets. I uh, had a true breakout. This was the breakout game for Michael Mayer, has really not done a single thing all season. Uh I was just like, you know, I had uh the box, the quad box up there, the four o'clock games, and uh he he was just catching a ball every time I looked up. It was incredible. Uh, so he has not had over uh, three targets at all this season. He had one time with three targets. That was last week. So he went from three, doubled his targets up to six. Snapshare, though, 81%. Uh His previous highest was 66. He has been uh, trending up each week. Uh, so that's big to me. Uh Who did you have in this game?
2: Uh, I like that pick because that is true. It's good to see that we're finally seeing it. I mean, it's got to be stock now. Josh Jacobs for the second week oh. in a row. He keeps getting work. And you're like, yeah. You know, if you would tell me on Sunday at 11 a.m. that Josh Jacobs is going to get 27 touches, I'm going to be like, "Okay, we're plugging him in." Thank you for the eight points. I love that so much. It's it's every week. He's like it's crazy. Crazy. He, he is Zeke 2.0. He's just he's getting tons of work, or like nausea, like getting the workload, not doing anything with it. So, and th- and that sucks. Yeah, when you're
1: getting. And what's nuts, too, is we're getting targets. He has had over five targets every game this year but week one. Mm. And he has had only broke 20 points once. Uh, we do have a 19.9 in there. But like you said, he had 25 carries. And he got you 11.3 points in full-point PPR. Blech. He had five. Tar- and with tw- So, if, like you said, beginning of the Sunday, you're like 25 carries and five targets, right? You're like, mm. oh, my gosh, Josh Jacobs smashed this week. RB1. Probably the RB one. Dude had 11.3 points. Uh, that's a really disappointing line from him. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, moving on here, we have 49ers at the Browns. Jerry?
2: uh, Who do I go with in this one? It, it's, I mean, it's probably got to be CMC, right? Like the, yeah. the, the stock down. I mean, not a ton, right? It seems like he's not going to be done for a long time, but this is what you worried about. We saw it for two years. He came back. He's done okay. It's starting. And these are soft tissue things, which mm-hmm. I am not a doctor, nor am I even slightly qualified to talk on that stuff. But what I do know is that they are a pain in the ass. Because once you get into your 30s and older, all of them hurt. And I know that just from getting out of bed, and I don't get hit by superhumans as for a living. So that's... I mean, it's not crazy. You're still happy if you have him, and you're holding on, and you're gonna... If when he comes back in the playoffs, you're going to win, and it's going to be great for you. It's just this is this is exactly the worry that we had paying up for him at yep. his cost and drafting him as high as you did at his cost because this is a possibility. It's brutal because when he's
1: there, he is hands down Animal. the best player in fantasy. Yep. Maybe Tyreek Hill. Maybe. um, and and just I mean, he's just absolute lock. You don't even I mean, what 15 straight games with a touchdown. Dude is out of this work. Yeah. I mean, it's just incredible. So, yeah, it's just, you know, it, it kind of sucks because he gets your hopes up. And then when you need him, to gets close to the playoffs. Like I had, he literally killed my dynasty season in my main league. Uh, I should have won a title, actually. And I just couldn't come back with losing him and Cooper Cup on the same. I mean, you, you, oh, you have those two yeah, guys on no, the same you, team. Not. And, Right, and and just you, you can't have any, you can have as many handcuffs as you want and all the depth in the world, and you are not going to come back from losing those two guys, uh, no matter how good your team is. So it's very disappointing. And as a actually two home leg owners, uh, I have two CMCs. That's it's not the best situation right now. Uh, which leads me into my stock up, which is Jordan Mason. Um, you might say, oh, why? Why uh, Elijah Mitchell's back? Well, Elijah Mitchell hasn't been able to stay healthy. And Elijah Mitchell also has not been good this year and also has not either really ever been proven to stay healthy. Um, so I'm a big Jordan Mason guy. He runs really hard. Um, I think he's a really good running back. Um, you know, kind of ran all over Dallas when it was already a blowout a couple weeks ago, uh, filled in very nicely. He's had a touchdown in his last two games and I'm not even just going off of that. Like I, I genuinely think Jordan Mason is good and fits their scheme very well. Um, so I'm just, I'm all in on Jordan Mason right now. I think he's a sneaky pickup. He was available in a couple of dynasty leagues I was in, which I mean. Thank you. So he's cheap. So, I mean, that's what I'm getting at. Like, I th- I think people are looking at Elijah Mitchell and maybe also CMC still has the projection next to him in the in the box score because he's actually potentially playing on Monday night, but I'll believe that when I see it. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really liking Jordan Mason. And truthfully, I think they're going to have to ramp back down uh, CMC's work truthfully just because i mean i think they're going to need a second guy with him anyway they they can't be giving him like 20 to 30 touches a game so i, I kind of think that basically this is kind of going to be a i'm saying he has value regardless anyway uh which yeah. is a so christian mccaffrey you know he strained his oblique he's questionable this week that leads us perfectly into our next ad which is the injury finder app through player profiler
0: hey you're in your fantasy draft and someone says hey That guy's injury-prone. I don't want him. And you're like, "Ah, I don't know. I don't think you can predict injuries. Well, guess what? Now you can! Injury-proneness is real! At Player Profiler, we have the data on these players, and it's all in the Injury Finder app. Their injury track record back through time, exactly where they were injured, how severe it is. We look at the BMI data, and we crunch it all together, and we give you probabilities that a player will miss multiple games this NFL season, as well as the complete database of NFL injuries and the ability to compare two players and look at their injury track record. The injury finder is powerful, and it's only five bucks. If it's worth it to have that peace of mind when you're drafting, go get it. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore.
1: I mean that was just perfect, you know. Christian McCaffrey talked just right into that. I mean, sometimes it just works out for the layup and alley. I mean, he even had a picture of
2: Baker Mayfield, which is the next game we're going to talk about. He's almost like a professional, and he doesn't even
1: know it. (laughs) It's almost like this was planned. It was actually. Uh, So we go Lions uh, at the Buccaneers. Uh, Go ahead, Jerry. What do we got there? Uh, I think this is your game. This actually,
2: you know what? Yes. Have the floor. Go Lions. Here, as, as far as the stock goes, I'm just gonna go slightly down on Mike Evans. It saw it seemed like he was going to have a resurgence, right? He scored a touchdown in the first three games, and everything was wonderful. And you look at the last couple of weeks, and it's been under 50 yards, no touchdowns. He got a lot of targets against the Lions. They needed it because the Lions were prison sexing them, uh, as as their God, it's wonderful um so yeah which sucks because of course in my my redraft league i have mike evans as my flex so that was not enjoyable for me to sort of root for him um but yeah i I mean he's he's gonna have weeks where he's gonna be awesome and then he's gonna have weeks where he does this but he's getting older that offense isn't great by the six points they scored against the lions yeah so there's also gonna be a lot of headaches as far as the game itself, I am so excited. I have lived 35 years of my life, and the Detroit Lions have not won the division since 93. I was five. I probably still peed the bed quite a bit then, and now I I still may, but <laughs> I, I usually do it after a few too many Oktoberfests. No doubt. Um, so yeah, I am rather excited. And here's here's a fun fact about me. that people may not know. Uh, a few people that I've played Dynasty with, Uh, guys from the fellas, Kyle August and, uh, Mike Jernigan, Seth from the fellas, we all went to a lions Cowboys game and I told them that I did not have any lions gear. Um, and they were flabbergasted that I went to a lions game. I am a lions fan. I don't have any lions gear, but probably about 10 or 15 years ago, I decided that I was not going to support them financially in any way. And I was not going to buy anything until they either won a playoff game or they won the division. We are five and one. The Packers are two and three. I don't want to jinx anything, but it looks like the Honolulu blue gear is going to be coming soon enough. But to this day, I don't own anything Lions. I'm not even a baseball fan, and I have a Detroit Tigers hat (laughs) literally on my head right now, But and I love the Lions, and I own nothing.
1: That's a great story. My dad, diehard Philly sports guy, uh, does not own any paraphernalia at all. He just feels his quote is, "I'm not on the team, so I don't wear a jersey." I don't know. That's his thing. I'll let him do his thing. Whatever. Shout out to go, Phils. Actually, go, Phils. Postseason baseball. Just happy. How's that? How's that series going? Uh, We're up to Phils are up two zero. Okay, they just clobbered him, right? They just won ten nothing last night. It was very very exciting. So.
2: Hey man, I work we'll at a sports in- bar, so I, I glance every once in a while. I right. am
1: just not a baseball guy, so Are they. Uh, it's been very exciting. So uh, yeah, no, shout out to you, the Lions. I was also born in 1993, not to date myself, but uh, <laughs> uh, newsflash: I turned 30 in two weeks. So that's well, how long um, it has been since I, the you know, Lions
2: won a title, last which is absolutely wild. Um, yeah, h- how's that treating you? To to just let me sidetrack it. We haven't been sidetracked at all, so I have to do it with. This is the rogue
1: part where we, what Memphis said, we could do whatever we want, and we're doing it right now. Fifty minutes in, boom, it's happening. What what was your question?
2: How's thirty feeling? Well, because I went through a little bit of a crisis leading up to my thirtieth birthday. I don't I don't know what it is. Usually I don't care about it, but like as I was turning thirty, I was like, oh my god, I'm old and I'm gonna die soon. How how are you doing?
1: Luckily, I am too busy to think about it. I my wife is I'm also, hey we're on the podcast I don't think I've publicly said this my wife is very pregnant right now we are doing uh, our first child is due in January mid January Congrats
2: do not name it Jerry I know it works for a boy <laughs> or a girl but don't be Baby do girl that, Jerry. Jerry
1: it actually is already official uh it's already, already Jerry uh we got the the, the name up the, on the on the wallpaper and everything uh so it's baby Jerry will be, <laughs> <laughs> baby Jerry will be here mid January so I I've been planning for that my uh you know so Kind of reworking the house, doing some projects around. Work has been, you know, pretty. This is a busy season in October. So, to be honest with you, I really haven't thought about Phillies during the postseason. I've been so distracted. I have too many things on my to-do list, which isn't necessarily normal. But like this past like six months of my life has been nuts. So, uh, to answer that question, we got, that we got question, people that are
2: listening to this podcast that are like. In their 40s and 50s right now, and I'm like, if these kids would just shut the fuck shut up, right up now, I feel like, just shut up, shut up about 30. These damn kids. So
1: yeah, no, I, I, no complaints. I haven't freaked out yet. My wife uh, is a few months older than me. She just turned 30, so she, she, she will say that she had, uh, you know, she had some interesting thoughts about 30. So she kind of went through it it's, for like a day. So it's the day before. It was just the day before. Yeah, that it, was it, and that was it's over.
2: Weird because like every birthday since then, totally fine. Doesn't bother. It doesn't me. matter. But for no, some reason, matter. it was like that 30 threshold that just got me.
1: Ask me in two weeks. We'll see that. I guarantee you Fair. by the time that happens, I'll probably have some. Because I slowly am like, oh, wow. I'm like, anyway. <laughs> Enough about us personally. I'm glad we got to Lions go off. Lions Buccaneers. Who do you get? Lions Buccaneers. I have uh, Rashad White. Um, I'm just kind of, since you know I'm not always on here, I like to, to bring up my guys. And this is not one of my guys. And I was adamant I didn't like Rashad White. Uh, I'm going to call out Memphis again. I was one of his boys. Um, it's just I don't think he's good. I just don't think he's good and the offense isn't helping. I really actually wanted to do stock down on the entire Buccaneers offense. Chris Godwin, who I have in the FFPC main event league, uh, absolutely drop a walk-in touchdown, which wasn't even just thrown by. I mean, there was like 20 seconds left. It was garbage time. Baker literally just, I mean, that was horrible. Chris Godwin should have walked in for a mile and just dropped it. So I was very disappointed when I came across that. And uh, I need all the points I can get in that event. So that was not good. But anyway, back to Rashad White. Seven for 26. He did have three catches, four targets, but only 12 yards. Um, so just Rashad, you know, they got you 6.8 points in a game that they got blown out. You would think he would get a lot of dumb passes. The targets haven't been there. Two, five, three, three, four. Just not cutting it. He's had one yeah, touchdown. I, I think
2: the targets is the biggest thing that's disappointing. Because yeah. the Lions can stop running backs, which is good. They did it to Bijan. They've done it right. all year. Right. Uh, you would like to see more than that, especially after last year when he had like 55 receptions or whatever the hell he had.
1: Uh, 100%. And actually, I think the, just a side note, I think the Lions might be the best fantasy defense against running backs. I'm pretty sure. Da-da-da-da. Yeah, they've been good against the running backs. But still, I just, that's just not going to cut it. Uh, this is, uh, shout out JJ Uh Rashad White played about 80% of Tampa Bay's offensive snaps this week, but his 53.8 running back rush share against the Lions was a season low. So we are not trending. We are literally trending now. Uh, moving on, Cardinals at Rams. I have stock up on Michael Wilson. This is just in general because I like Michael Wilson. I think he is good. He didn't have the greatest game, but he had three catches for 62 yards on four targets. This is more that Kyler Murray is could be back by week eight. He is back at practice, which, like I kind of mentioned earlier, I did not see this coming, to be honest with you. I thought they were going to go all in on the tank. appears they are not um i'm not really sure why they bring him back memphis and i were kind of talking about this uh on the phone actually about how i think there's a clause in his contract that basically if he gets hurt it guarantees the rest of his contract it's something along those lines which i assume like they basically wrote him off and they're not going to go back to him anymore but it it appears that they're going to try it at least i I don't know if you go for it
2: it's it's wild um i mean dobbs has done admirably I mean, they've yeah. been in a lot of games. They've just not finished a lot of games. Um, if I'm going to do stock up, it's just going to be Kyler just because he's showing back up. But it's right. I don't think it's a smart idea. But no. if that's what they want to do, um, it does seem like they should probably just shut him down, be done with it, and let that play out the way it's going to. But, I mean, Michael Wilson's been good. So I, I like that call. Uh, that's a Randy one. Uh, I, I'll i toot his horn when he's not around. but. <laughs> We will give him props and also expose
1: his bad takes when he is not here because we can. Um, But, yeah, Michael Wilson's been good. Um, The schedule to me is what I think will help him. They're going to be trailing a lot. Uh, They have Seattle, Baltimore, Cleveland, Atlanta. That Atlanta might be a little different, but – Uh, pretty much the rest of his schedule minus San Francisco one time. And I say that as he had his best game, 26.6 points against San Francisco, they got a good schedule. And I think you can kind of confidently plug him in there uh, in some like, you know, start 10, start 11 legs, or really even less truthfully. Um, Moving on to Eagles
2: at Jets. Who do you have, Jerry? I mean, it's gotta be the guy you have Devonta Smith. I mean, I talked about Mike Evans earlier in my redraft league. You know, I've got Devonta Smith in that league too. So the first two weeks, everything was looking good. Mike Evans was scoring. Devonta Smith was scoring. I was 3-0, and and everything was cooking. And the last two weeks, guess what's happened, Kevin? I've gotten crapped on because yep. they don't do anything, and it's upsetting. I mean, getting a lot of the looks, I just need some points, man. So, yeah, I, I wrote Devonta Smith on here, and it,
1: it's tough. And this is more of a... He's a stud, but also as you know, uh, what I, do I have written in here, I thought yeah. Player profile has player profiler has him as wide receiver nine in dynasty. So I just like the expectation there, and and I just kind of wanted to bring this up when I was writing them down. Like there's a lot of great wide receiver twos, Jalen Waddle, T. Higgins, Devontae Smith, to you know the obvious ones. Yeah, you're just never going to get consistency when they're not the guy. And you know, going back to a couple games ago, AJ Brown was freaking out on the sideline. What does that do is then, uh, you know, you basically, he is the best receiver there by a lot. Um, you know, Devontae Smith is incredible, but A.J. Brown is otherworldly. It then cry, requires you to get feed him the ball. And then uh, after that, basically, the, to be honest with you, as an Eagles fan, the whole offense has stuttered for that because I think they've been force-feeding A.J. They haven't been just, like, you know, going where, the, you know, the, the, the options take you, essentially. Uh Because, you know, Devontae was incredible the first two weeks. Had a touchdown... You know, he had uh, 17 points and then 24 points, and then you're like, oh, my gosh, this is incredible. Uh, they absolutely blitzed Tampa Bay, and then Washington had another solid week. And then he's been pretty much horrific the last uh, two weeks. And he even had 11 targets last week. He actually had one of the worst drops I've ever seen him, even that you know, came clean yeah, on it was that. Bad. He's like, I don't know what happened there. It was, it was really bad. Um, but I'm just a little worried about him going forward. Um,
2: talk talk we'll- about your team in general. Just, sure. There's a lot, there's a lot of dynasty relevant players on that team between Swift and Brown and Smith and right hurts. So,
1: uh, my hot take to begin the year was Deandre Swift basically, uh, reestablished himself as an RB one, in dynasty, which as an older guy, I thought was a little kind of risky, but he's kind of proven me right. Uh, he's right now, I think ranked as like the, you know, the right, Like just for projection wise, like the third best running back this week with some bye weeks happening. Um, He's been incredible. He looks amazing. My thing was take the best talented guy behind the best talented line. And, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, you saw how Miles Sanders performed last year. And he. to be honest, I don't think he is good. I've said that before. And I, just DeAndre Smith has been incredible. Swift has been incredible. I, I worry about injury, but I just hope, that, you know, the line can kind of keep them there and, and where they're fine. So that you know that's always happening, you know, as, an, as a Lions fan. But I feel like he's finally being used correctly, what I've been begging for for years. Um, talking about Dallas Goddard, very worried about him. If I'm a Dallas Goddard owner, I'm not thrilled about that. I just, he's, it's not going to be consistent. He's not really, it's hard because he's really good, but I don't think he's a really good fantasy player. He's going to have those weeks that absolutely win you a week where you're just like, holy crap, Dallas Goddard just got me 25.7 points. Um the but targets are you're,
2: you, you got to beat out AJ Brown. You got to beat out Devonta Smith and the receptions that Deandre Swift has been getting four targets, six uh, targets, 10 targets last yes. week. I mean, where, how, how, how big of a piece of the pie are you going to get? And they haven't been good. <laughs> I mean, I don't know
1: if, I mean, if you people have watched a lot of Eagles. I've watched every play and they have been horrific. Jalen Hurts has not looked comfortable all season, um, not to throw Brian Johnson under the bus, uh, but he has been really bad and not creative like Shane Sykin. Um, so a lot of new play calling. It has not been creative. It has not been good. AJ Brown still getting his, but like I said, when you when you see a wide receiver, one Donovan McNabb actually talked about this how Terrell Owens did that with him. Um, when you're you know, even though it might look fine, and you know JJ and Jalen are best friends it's tough because then you're like, I got you, dude. I got you. And then you then you force feed him, and then it just kind of takes you out of the flow, like I mentioned earlier. And, you know, AJ's going to be phenomenal. Uh, I think that's kind of a lock, but it's just not been smooth. It's just not yeah. been smooth. Um, moving on here, we'll, 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 that's enough of the birds here, but go birds also. <laughs> uh, Giants at Bills. Uh, I have a stock down on James Cook. Um, it just... And this is even after Damian Harris, who had a very, very scary injury. Hope he is all right. Shout out to him. Um, Went down. But old Latavius Murray, I believe he is the oldest active running back at 33 years old. James Cook was 14 for 71 with zero targets. Zero targets. And this is where it scares me because he has Josh Allen as his quarterback. And he also has not had a goal line carry for two weeks. Latavius Murray has had 100% of those. Um, especially from the running back position. Josh Allen also gets his and runs inside there. Why would you not? So to me, I just get
2: worried about him. I will let you take it from there. You're excited about the 14 touches for 71. Like that's that's good enough. The no goal line is scary. The no pass work is scary, especially when you're a pass catching back. So yeah, I I, I I can feel you on that one. I think mine is still, even though he struggled a little bit, it is stock up on Gabriel Davis. He is not a guy that I have ever been like, oh yeah, I love Gabe Davis, which I feel like 70% <laughs> of fantasy Twitter and dynasty Twitter, just he's a super polarizing player, whatever. Yeah. I've, I've just, I've never been on the like, oh yeah, I, this guy is going to be a difference maker. Honestly, he sort of has been, I mean, he, he wasn't good this week, but that's going to happen from time to time with everybody Four straight games with a touchdown before that. I mean, that's consistency. That's Josh Allen looking for him actively in those situations. So I, th- I think all of those people that I just mocked, they, they should mock me. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm I totally
1: with you, actually. I, I Gabe Davis has been polarizing. You love him in best ball. You don't know what's to happen. He's actually been very consistent. And um, <laughs> during the uh, London game, he literally scored a touchdown, gets called back. And they're like, they're like, oh, big play, Gabe. Oh, my gosh. And then it gets called back. They're like, oh, and then <laughs> next play, same thing. I mean, they're just like, they had the same call. They were all laughing about it. It was a great time. Uh, you know, like you said, he didn't have a great game last week, but really the Bills as a whole didn't. So I'm not too worried about him as well. He's been incredible from weeks two through five. Uh, he's currently a wide receiver, 24, touchdown in four straight weeks. Uh, Gabe Davis to the moon, man. that's uh, I think he's definitely a very... Definitely stock up for sure on him. Uh, finishing off here, this might not be long. Uh, we have Cowboys at
2: Chargers. Who we have, Jerry? Quentin Johnston. I wow. mean, well, it, it, I mean, it, I talked earlier about you want to see what people can do at their ceiling, and there's a situation where Austin Eckler has been out. Now, granted, he came back a little bit. Mike Williams is out. You've got the opportunities, and to quote the wise and noble Kevin Smick document one more time zero dash zero dash zero parentheses two targets now kevin if you have a stat line of zero 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 do you know how many points you scored it's motherfucking zero and motherfucking zero does not help me at all so you don't get points from targets no you do not it, it listen don't get that don't let scott fish hear you that might change scott fish <laughs> next year but Zero points doesn't do anything for me. And this is a guy that was going 108. Jerry, a- you and, and I scored and as many early. points as he did this week. That's true. And I yeah. I mean, we're not on YouTube right now, but if you've ever seen me on YouTube, you know I am not built for the NFL. I'm not built for a flag football league of 15-year-olds. Zero, zero, zero. Like, like I, I was worried that it could be bad. This is exponentially worse than I thought it was going to be. Like I thought, we could still get four for forty-nine. Yeah, you know, three right. for sixty-one. I could get a, I could get a big play. I'm just not going to get anything consistent. This is a, so much worse than everything Corey Davis ever did to me in the the universe of disappointment. This is worse than Sterling Shepard levels of disappointment. This is Corey Coleman wow. level wow. disappointment. Wow, Josh wow. Oxen wow. disappointment. Jalen Rager disappointment levels. Oof. You don't want to be
1: mentioned in the same breath as those guys no. you just listed there, Jerry. No. It's uh, it's definitely Jalen Rager vibes being picked over Justin Jefferson, Uh, you know, Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison over him. Um, It's just, yeah, I mean, that's obviously my guy. The, 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 I'll just say this because I can't say it any better than you just said it. The worst part for me is this is right after the bye week. You know, it's not like Mike Williams just got hurt. Hey, let's throw you in here. You're a rookie. They had a whole extra week to throw him in there. And it, it I mean, like I said, the, the target competition with you know, they really still like Josh Palmer, sure. Keenan Allen's a stud, sure. I just the whole bye week, like what like what were you doing? And like, and just you just watch them and the I saw clips online where he basically ducks his head down to make him uh, it look like he runs faster. I, I think or the was it Plexico Birds. I might have got that wrong. There was a there was a player like in that era that basically would do the same thing. Oh, it was uh Kenny Galladay, sorry. It was Kenny Galladay, who just basically right. would duck his head down like a like a dude like putting his arms out like an airplane to like, go fast. It's just like, dude, you're not tricking anybody. Um and shout out to the player profiler all off season, Quentin Johnson uh hate, oh. Uh shout out Matt Kelly for that. You boys, uh might have hit that one again. Uh that being said, that's the show, man. That was a good one, too. That was a great one. I'm, I'm I'm honored to be here as a host, guest host. I mean, guest co-host, whatever you want to call it. It's nice to be on this side of enjoying it. Um, Shout That's out to—
2: Behind your window of doom.
1: I know. Absolutely. So shout out to Randy. He's out in Vegas. He's living his best life. He's going to—having a great vacation with the wife and the missus. I think he's brought it on, too. Having a good time. So shout out to him. Thanks for letting us do the show and trusting us while, like as he said, dad's not home. This could just go off the rails. We could have recorded a four-hour show if we wanted. He would have been fine with it. Well, it does have to be done by a certain time. I got to get into John. But anyway, uh, as just to kind of wrap things up here, subscribe on our YouTube, like I said earlier, both uh, Player Profiler and the Dynasty Warzone YouTube channels. Um, Also, subscribe both on the audio feed, whichever you get, your podcast, Apple, Spotify, etc. And don't forget to support us. Uh, Patreon.com slash the Dynasty Warzone. As Memphis always says, it keeps the lights on got to keep those lights on, you know, just basically just gets rid of the, uh, the day-to-day operations for Jerry and, and Memphis. And uh, I'm just here because I enjoy it and I love Dynasty, and I just love content and I enjoy these Maybe two boys too. here. So yeah, no doubt it's a good time. Uh can't beat it talking on a, well, it's a Wednesday night when we're recording this, we are throwing this out uh, at midnight on the audio and it'll be 5. PM on Thursday. So this is not live. you're <laughs> getting to this point, this is not live. Um, once again, you know, those are five star reviews, you know, call uh, follow us on the social media. I'm just doing all our, you know, all my checklist stuff over here, uh, at dynasty Warzone on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter.
2: Uh, Jerry, you got anything else for us here? Nope. Um, just make moves, man. I mean, that's all, that's all you can do do. You know what? If you're a contender and you need to move <laughs> up around and you need to get Alexander Madison, <laughs> I I'm not mad at you. If you got to do that. And if, and if you're one in five and you got to get some picks to do that, By all means, listen, it's a big week for me, (laughs) a big weekend, I should say. Uh, Michigan State is going to get absolutely clobbered by Michigan, and I will be so sad on Saturday. Um, And then Sunday, the Lions have Baltimore. So if we lose that game, it is going to be a rough, a rough week for Jerry, which I'll understand if the Lions lose to Baltimore. Don't get me wrong, but compounded with the absolute obliteration that we are going to get for the Battle of the Paul Bunyan Trophy on Saturday. Uh, I will be a very sad guy. Well, okay, I, I so if a- I'm not here next week, just know I'm curled up in the fetal position in the corner of my room somewhere. Don't worry, everybody. We, uh, Memphis and I will definitely check
1: in on Jerry, do some wellness checks, make sure he is all right. If you don't see him and you see me or any other, the amazing get co-host guests that Memphis has, we'll check, t- we'll reach out to Jerry, and make sure he's all right. Hopefully go lines. Uh, they're looking strong this so far this year, everybody. Good luck this week, man. It's uh we're in a crucial part of the season, right in the middle of the year. Uh, this is uh when when people win or lose championships. Like Jerry said, go get those guys that win you some titles. Don't be afraid, just go make some moves. Uh, that being said, have a great week, everybody. Peace out. Hot,
0: hot, hot. Hot, hot, hot. Oh, no. When we add up all those inches, that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing. We won a game yesterday, and if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak. Peace out, everybody. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business.